Praise the Lord. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about scripture, a little bit about politics. And someone sent me this article about Biden, how he plans uh, executive actions that would undo Trump's policies. And I guess, you know, he has already prepared a 12-person coronavirus task force. Um, He wants to rapidly reverse or put the United States back into the status where uh, we were at the uh, end of Barack Obama's administration four years ago. Um, He says he's going to make good on all of his promises. He wants to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. Um, He wants to repeal Trump's ban on travel for some Muslim-majority countries and reinstate the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, which allows the Dreamers, undocumented immigrants, who were brought to the United States as as, uh, children, to remain in the country. I also read an article uh, that he wanted to, as far as Social Security, change the age from being eligible to get Social Security at the age of 65 to 60. And then he's talking about um, 
lowering drug costs. Well, you know, I was telling somebody about that, and they says, well, that's taking it from Trump. Trump wants a lower drug cost. Trump wants to. And he was successful for the EpiPen and for diabetic medication. Uh, Trump negotiated lower prices. I'm thinking I, about the only thing that I can agree with, uh, with Biden's desire to change things, is allowing the Dreamer children to stay within the United States because they were children. And it's not their fault that the parents brought them when they were children. But I was just thinking, it, whenever a new president comes in, that's what they, they've got their own agenda anyway. They've got their own, so this isn't new. No. You know, but. Um, but I don't think he'll be able to do what he's doing without burdening people who pay taxes, whether it's income, property, sales, uh, fuel tax. It, it, you'll have to tax because if you reduce the age of receiving Social Security, then that's less time paid into it. So you have to make up the difference some kind of way. So people just might as well get ready to let the malls out of their coin purses because <laughs> you're about to pay. If they have any moths after all this pandemic situation, I don't know how many people have any moths in their <laughs> coin purse. Anyway, someone sent me this article, too. Uh, it came from endtimesheadlines.org. And the title of this article says, Will a Donald Trump loss lead to the rise of the kingdom of the Antichrist? Oh, wow. And my initial reaction is that every year we get closer and closer to the Antichrist. I don't know if it's going to be Donald Trump. I, I don't know, I don't if, know it, if it's right. this pope. I don't know. Right. I think it's the it's the. I don't know if it has to do with who's in the office of, of the of the president, but I do believe it has to do with the morale of the nations and the morale is uh, the morals, not the morale, not not how they not how upbeat they are, but their morals. I believe that as as we become more and more immoral, you pave the way for the Antichrist, and then therefore what people are willing to accept as legal changes or legislation like they did when they made uh, same-sex marriage, you know, law of the land, when you start doing those type of things, when you start talking about full-term abortion and you stop describing it as babies and, you know, you give some generic term to ease the conscience of the people, that is what's going to to me, open the way for the Antichrist because people begin to call evil good and good evil. Well, they do that now. Right. They sure do that now. Well, this article is written by Ricky Scaparo, who is a pastor and founder of the international ministry End Time Headlines. And he, this ministry provides resources to equip believers and to inform the discerning of the signs and seasons in which we live. And his mission is to inform his readers and viewers of prophetic events and how they're unfolding before our eyes. So he says, there is, uh, there is many that are warning that the election of Joe Biden will lead to a cashless society leading the economy to become more of a global structure. 
This claim is being made by many across the internet and one group called Signposts of the Times is alleging that this is all a sign of the mark of the Antichrist. They went further explaining that the Chinese social credit program is a precursor to the mark of the beast and Joe Biden's election will allow the system to prosper. The blog reportedly pointed to the Bible verse Revelation 13 verses 16 to 17 which reads, and I don't know if this is King James Version or not, it's in the article, it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. They went, in, they went on further to say, both China and the European Central Bank are on the road to building this future cashless world, which, which means the remainder of the world would have no choice but to follow suit as China, and the European Union represent a huge part of the global economy. At the same time that the world is rapidly building the global digital econ economic system, which will exist during the time of the tribulation. There are other components of the future mark of the beast, a system under construction. That includes the mark itself, which is still a mystery as to exactly what it will be. However, some of the particulars of the Antichrist mark of the beast are already in the works. This includes smart technology, which when incorporated into such things as a wristband, quantum dot, a microchip, can then be used to track and monitor any person anywhere in the world 24 hours a day. And just like the Chinese social credit system, eventually be used to deny you the ability to buy or sell. So, it goes on to say that things are moving right along, and with the American president-elect, Joe Biden, waiting in the wings, the global elite are eagerly anticipating having their man in the White House who will fast-track the globalist goals that have been on hold these last four years during the Donald Trump administration. Everybody from the United Nations, the European Union, the Vatican are lined up ready to usher in the great global reset of things, which we believe is nothing short of the future kingdom of antichrist system of global political control, economic power, and religious, you, uh, religious which will lead the world to the worship of a false god whom God's word had warned us about. So I don't know if the loss of Trump will give rise to the kingdom of an antichrist, but I think it's every year that we live, every year that we see, it, it gets closer and closer. I remember 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you would hear preachers say the end is near, you know. We're approaching the end times. Mm, yeah, you know, but um, yeah, we're approaching the end times, and but there has to be 
someone who's going to imitate or try to imitate John the Baptist who prepared the way. So there's going to be an a Antichrist person who's going to make the pathway, you know, so that the man of sin, when he comes to power, the people would be prepared. And those who worship mammon, those who are carnal-minded, those who reject the Lord, those who knew him and rejected him, those who never knew him, don't want to know him, they're going to gravitate towards that man of sin and the type of system that blasphemes. So it's not going to be by mistake that they're going to receive the mark. They're going to do it willingly. And then those who see, uh, and, and the Lord said the saints are going to persuade many. It's not like there's going to be people who are not going to see when they're told this is, this is the Antichrist. But still, they're going to wear the saints out because people are so eager to be disobedient to the word of God and you're out there laboring, trying to reach those with the truth so that they won't go into perdition. But like the Lord told the high priests, he said, you all are going to die in your sins. And so that's basically what's going to happen. People are going to end up dying in their sins, not because the Lord wants them to, but because they're going to reject the truth. So, yeah, we get closer and closer. And the more we understand Revelation. The more it, it, it becomes clear to us, the closer we are. The more revelation makes sense, then the closer we are. So this same pastor, according to the, you know, his uh, website, endtimesheadlines.org, mm-hmm. has an article saying he's um, talking about this rabbi who is warning that the Messiah should arrive any time between September 2021 <laughs> and 2022. Uh, there we go again. Yeah. So the rabbi's name is Rabbi Elan Anava, and he shared recently a calculation that has come up with what he what with what reveals a significant window of opportunity for the imminent arrival of what he is calling Messiah and how as humanity should be preparing ourselves for his arrival. It's a 50-minute lecture titled, Is the End of the World Near? The rabbi claims that in a Torah secret, it is revealed what is coming. The video was published on YouTube not too long ago and at the same time and at the time of this writing has been viewed maybe about 27,000 times according to a report from Israel 365 News. Hmm. So in this video Anava Rabbi Anava addresses the common misunderstanding that it's forbidden to estimate the time of the arrival of the Messiah and claims that this teaching applied 3,000 years ago when the coming of the Messiah was very far away, but now that we are very close, the Lord didn't say that. He, didn't he say well, said we're very... allowed to calculate. Well, find that in the scriptures for me. I mean, he can calculate all he wants. Well, he said according to the Torah. Well, I, mean, I don't think the Torah says that either. Uh, uh, he's probably reading some rabbinical uh, teachings of some rabbi 
But the thing is, the Lord said no man would know it. So, so you can calculate. This pastor who wrote this article and is presenting the, this information that the rabbi is talking about has, says, I have to interject here that this is contrary to the word of God that states, but of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. And you can find that in Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. And God does not change his mind concerning his written word. In fact, the Bible says, For I am the Lord, I do not change. And that's in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Despite this, the rabbi goes on using Hebrew spelling of the name Adam and explained that the Hebrew name Adam is an acronym for Adam, David, and Messiah. And he introduced and elaborated on the teaching that Adam, King David, and Messiah share the same soul according to the Kabbalistic mystical teaching that souls reincarnate. What kind of rabbi is this? Uh, he's a, one that's probably involved in mysticism. According to the video, the rabbi claims that the role of King David, he taught, is to connect Adam at the beginning of history with the Messiah at the end of history. King David occupies the exact middle position between Adam and the Messiah. This concept underlies the rather simple mathematical calculation he presented. He goes further to say, in the year zero, Adam was born. David was born in the Hebrew year 2854. Since King David is in the middle position between Adam and Messiah, doubling the year of, this of his birth should tell us what to expect, when to expect Messiah. Multiplying David's birth year by two <laughs> gives us 5708, which was 1948 in the Gregorian calendar. Obviously, Messiah didn't come in 1948, but something else significant happened in that year. The modern Jewish state of Israel declared independence on May 14, 1948. In Jewish liturgy, liturgy, the state of Israel is referred to as the first flowering of our redemption. Now David, the shepherd, might have been born in 2854, but he didn't come, he didn't become King David until 37 years later. For seven years, he ruled only over the tribe of Judah from Chevron. Again, if King David is the middle point between Adam and the Messiah, and he became king in Israel in Hebrew year 2891, we double that year and we get 5782. The current Hebrew year is 5781 which began on Rosh Hashanah, September 18th and 19th of 2020. The Hebrew year 5782 went according to this calculation. Therefore, the rabbi says that the timeline of the Messiah's arrival begins on September, between September 6 and 7 of 2021, less than one year 
from now. Regarding the coming of the Messiah, Rabbi Anava concluded by asserting that the exact date of the arrival of the Messiah is less important than how we prepare for his arrival. And the rabbi states that by refraining from evil speech, meaning gossip, slander, and by learning as much Torah as possible, we can properly prepare for his arrival. We are holding right before the end. This is not the time to go into despair. It's time to say it's our last push. We've been struggling with this for the last 3,000 years. What's another half, a year and a half? Nothing. It's the end. What we should be preparing for is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit so that we can be connected and find favor with, with the Lord so that we could be reborn again, made brand new, our conscience made new. What he's talking about, you, you can't save yourself. You can't justify yourself. The Lord has to justify. And he, he's thinking that in a year and a half's time, uh, if he goes through works, not through grace, but through works, that somehow... Uh, he'll be uh, spared, and I don't know if he if he thinks in terms of the rapture, so called. I don't know what he believes, but I can I can just by guarantee what he's talking about. He didn't find that in the Torah. <laughs> he he didn't find that in the scripture either. No, no, no. He found that in some mystical teachings of. I remember of we used rabbis. to we used to talk about this other pastor. I forget. It was, I, oh, it was a radio. He had a radio station. Um, I don't know if his last name was Campbell or what, but he predicted several times that the the end of the world was coming. Right. And He's, had people. Yeah, he died. Preparing. So. Right, he right. died too. Yes. So I guess that's what's going to happen to this rabbi. Unfortunately, he's probably going to die before. <laughs> the time that he says the Messiah will be coming. Yes. Uh, I mean, it does, it's, it's not for him to try to calculate that. It's for him to spread uh, the word, to have a, a ready answer for the hope that's within him, to tell the people that God saves, that it's not too late. The only reason why we don't see miracles happening like they weren't once were happening is because of lack of faith. But if people would exercise their faith and go to the Lord and humble themselves before God, God will move on their behalf. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of hatred out there. There's a lot of anger out there in the world. There's a lot of uh, unforgiveness out there. There's a lot of uh, misunderstanding, lack of wisdom there's so much out there instead of, it, it, well, actually what it is, I think people just going in their own way. <clears throat> I mean, from this rabbi down right. to the, even the people in your neighborhood or your family or, right. or whatever, people are going in their own way and they don't, they disregard the Lord and what he says completely. And they've got their own feelings, you know, just like, I guess that's what I was thinking when someone sent me this article. I heard on the news about this, uh, Ted Perry, that news, Fox News anchor, and he was wishing Mitch McConnell died instead of Alex Trebek. Uh, and so he put that on his Facebook page, 
And, um, well, as a result, um, he hasn't appeared on the 5 and 10 p.m. newscasts on Fox News Channel 6. And there's no word, and I haven't found it yet, if he's back on. You know, he, his, um, he's still listed as an anchor on Channel 6, but I don't think his suspension is over, so I don't know. He apologized and everything, but when I read that, I was thinking about about hate. I mean, why? Why would you want someone else dead? Right. And I guess that's not the first time he did that. He he did that in 2015 with someone else. He wished that they were dead instead and, of and somebody else. What did they do in 2015 when he did that? Probably nothing. nothing. Uh, that's why they suspended him now. I don't know. I don't know. But right. there's so much hate. So when you look at that, that's... And I know there are a lot of comments. You know, people feel like Trump gets away with a lot of his rhetoric and a lot of his comments and and, and stuff. And why did they suspend Ted Perry? You know, I, I, I don't know. But I think everybody from the president on down, everybody in the entire world has to... Um, Repent. Right. And we have to go before the Lord and humble ourselves. And But the Lord knows as, as a, a nation, as the world, they're not going to do it. But he's giving us the opportunity to do just that. You and, know? and whether the end of the world is next year or next month or next 10 years from now or whenever it is, we have this opportunity. We have this opportunity that to you know, to return to the Lord. Right. I don't and, forgive and to be grateful for what you have in your life and to be... Right. We have a grace period. We, to be thankful and... Right. And, uh, and turn I, towards I was the Lord. I was hoping that the United States would take that period of grace and, and repent as a nation. We might not be the number one after all this is done and Biden gets his way and we're reduced to a third world nation. <laughs> but at least if the people repent, God can bless and be offensive and a wall of protection around us. Yeah, so I don't know. We have to pray. We have to actually pray for the whole world and our leaders. So thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. We'll continue next week. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Psalms 107 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was... What do you find in the mouth of a foolish person? And the answer is a rod of pride. That answer can be found in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 3, which reads, In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. This week's food for thought is... How do you know that a person despises his soul?
hint, the Bible, and that's food for thought. 